Hello and welcome to Dopey, the podcast about drugs, addiction, and dumb shit. Would you shut the door, please? Sure. And I'm Dave. You feel better now? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm Chris. Dave's dad's in the next room. Yeah, he just he needs to hover around when, I, you know, when I'm doing something important. He always needs to be hovering around me. Um, it makes me feel it makes me feel totally like out of body experience. It makes you feel it brings you back to your childhood. It makes me need to look at Instagram and like pictures. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing how that happens. Through the void, you know. I guess it makes me, it makes uh, me feel tethered to the universe somehow. Welcome to Dopey. I'm Chris, and this is Dave. And here we go, 102 episodes. I'm gonna start this episode. Let's jump right into it, okay? Sure. All right. I'm gonna start this episode with. You didn't say it's the episode. It's the show about drugs, addiction, and dumb it's shit. The show about drugs, addiction. You and didn't dumb shit. say uh, we're in Manhattan. Manhattan's childhood home. It's in Saturday Chelsea. night. We're at my dad's it's house. Saturday night. It's almost Sunday morning. Yeah, it's late. It's late, late, late. Dave is tired. Uh, so we're going to start with this lovely voice memo. We got it for the 100th so episode. So when I'm tired, you feel like this is where you can jump and do this kind of stuff? Yeah. Okay. Um, so we we got this for the Why 100th. do I have to introduce the show if you run the show? Because that's what we do. You introduce it. You still run it. I just pick up the slack every once in a while. No, you can run it. You run it. I'll I'm be around. I'm just going to be around. I, I don't want to run shit. I'm gonna, I'll run it into the ground. I'm just going to be around. I'm going to run it into the ground. I'm just going to be around. All right, so we got this voice memo. Um, for I have the- a question. Do you like marshmallows? Like, do you like them? I like them in hot chocolate. I don't like them straight up, and it's really funny because I eat sugary shit, like, constantly, especially in the middle of the night. I can't, anything sugary I can't have in the house because I eat it. I have, like, just, I know in my head. I literally will wake up at 3 a.m. and I'll be like, there's chocolate in the back of the refrigerator. Yeah, and I'll go eat it. You know, just, I can't have it in the house. Yeah, me neither. But I have marshmallows in my house. You can keep and, er, and every once in a while, I'll be like, there's marshmallows. And I'll go and I eat, like, one or two of them. And, and like, I, I really like, like them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's marshmallows. I don't really like them, but I'll eat a couple. I like, like, really hot, hot chocolate with several marshmallows in it, you know? Like, that's good. What I do with I S'mores is amazing. One of the greatest creations ever. S'mores with Reese's peanut butter cups instead of Hershey's chocolate. Amazing. I never had that. Oh, my God. I had it at, I had it at a... I went to this fancy restaurant and you had fire pits and you sit in a couches. And for dessert, one of the things is a s'mores platter. And they come out with different types of graham crackers and Hershey's things and different types of marshmallows. But they have Reese's peanut butter cups it's to use Reese's. in lieu. It's not Reese's. In lieu. It's Reese's. It's Reese's peanut butter cups. It's not Reese's. They it's also Reese's. have arugula, too, on the side. Uh, so he's dad, the- dad, dad. <laughs> he says it already. He says it. Dad, come here. <laughs> dad. Come here. <laughs> so we're at the supermarket. This has happened for a year already. We're at the supermarket, and he he's like, oh, I see arugula. And I tell him, it's not rugelach, it's rugelach, it's a a Jewish dessert, and he says, no Dave, it's rugelach. I said, motherfucker, I'm Jewish and from New York, you're Christian and from Boston, you don't know what it's called. My mom's Polish and from Brooklyn. Doesn't that, she doesn't call it rugelach. She calls it rugelach, she definitely does. She's been saying it wrong. Why would she call it that? She's just saying it wrong. Chris's mother. 
She's mispronounced. <laughs> oh, I mean, from Brooklyn? How do you say Rugula? She, she lived in Brooklyn until she was two. You know, there's a Rugula. But she left Brooklyn when she was two? Yeah. Well, that's uh, what. No yeah. She got, the, she got the accent. There's this Facebook thing where these, these non-Jews are eating Jewish food and making comments. It's hysterical. Like, what is it? Oh, when they looked at the chopped liver, they didn't want to touch it. Yes. And uh, the gefilte fish, they had some weird taste that they said it was uh, not for them. The filka fish. Yes. You know, they the filka fish is no good, right? My dad it? likes it. <laughs> <laughs> it's delicious. Have you seen the Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David gets the like white fish sandwich or something? No, they name the they name a sandwich in a restaurant after Larry David and it's sable white fish yeah. capers on a bagel and he's like nobody's gonna he eat wants that like the corned beef no, one no he wants the turkey with Swiss cheese and yeah. he tries to get Ted Danson to switch sandwiches with him oh. but now that my dad Alan is on the show say hello hello everybody thank you yeah. for coming on the show <laughs> now, now I should leave right? no 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 no. now you're here let's just deal with him for a second yeah um lately um my dad has been really into dopey. Yeah, um, true. Into every aspect of dopey, except when after the episode comes up, you know, I check in on my dad a couple times a week just to make sure he's okay, he's <laughs> functioning and stuff. <laughs> um, and then he's he when I call him on a Sunday or Monday, anytime in the first half of the week, he leads with why that week's dopey is not good. <laughs> That's his lead. He goes, I just need to be critical for a second. So now I've made a decision. I don't want to hear about that stuff uh, on the phone or in person. But now... Now I can be critical? You can be critical now. Well, one week you were sitting five miles from the microphone and you couldn't hear him. Oh, my God. I go crazy. I, I literally... The 100th episode, we talk about the circle of speaking. And he criticizes me because he talks way back here quietly. Or he gets real close and it's loud. I'm like, Dave, like... You, so it's your fault. Yeah, I, I do. I bring it up. You said something about yeah. it. No, Dave smiling. Don't bring up a horrible thing. I, maybe I shouldn't bring this up. One of these people out there in Dopey Land, sent in an email saying that the best podcast would be a relapse. That was Joey Pepper. It was Joey Pepper. Well, I mean, I was. That, that was. It's part of the. It broke his part, heart. It's part. Bro, of, look at his face. <laughs> it's part of the humor. It's all in good humor. That, that was not numerous. He's just looking for a good show. And frankly, it'd probably be a good episode. It'd be bad for our lives. It'd probably be a good episode. Don't do that to your dad. Listen, I'm not. I'm not. It's not. It's not on my end. If anyone's going to do it, it's you up in Harlem oh. with your alcoholic girlfriend smoking cigarettes and drinking. That's what's I'm going up to Harlem after this, but my girlfriend is not an alcoholic. I don't know where he got that from. What else? What are you other? No, she's not. Yeah. What are your other criticisms? There, there was a beautiful, uh, is it email or a review? That's the other, the amazing thing about my father. Review. He doesn't know the difference between reviews and emails. He goes, Here's, so I see you're not getting too many reviews, but uh, do you hear from anybody out there? I said, yeah, we get a lot of emails every day. He goes, well, why don't I see them? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how come you can't... That's no. up to talk to Mastermind over here. Oh, you mean like why can't the emails show up? Why can't you show emails? It's, Especially if they're good. Well, we read them, personal. but it's also personal correspondence. Well, Sometimes some people, of them aren't. How do you know? You don't read them. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> 
Well, Let's get back to the hardcore criticism, Dad. I, I don't have any more criticism. You guys are doing great. You do it too late, so you you go under pretty soon. Yeah, that's pretty soon you'll be mumbling here. Uh, but it's very late. But I know Chris has to travel a long way. And you explained about why there's a delay on something sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. Like what? Like. Releasing the, the episode. The so have you been sitting by the computer all day, waiting, wondering no, where I the hundredth episode is? <laughs> How did you know? Because he, you were here last he, night, and Chris, did you you told him about the mess last three weeks ago? Oh yeah, we talked saying, about that. What was yeah. that? The Sam Cutler thing. The Australia guy. Yeah, that was last week. Listen on Twitter. My dad has quite a little following Me? on Twitter. <laughs> And uh, I'm going to read a few tweets. Thank God. That's one of my comments. I, I asked for the Dopey Nation to tell us their favorite uh, Dopey uh, thing moments of jigs for moments. the 100th episode. Their favorite moments from the last 100 episodes. Oh. And, and I think two people said uh, Dave's dad. Oh, really? What's that, on Twitter? On Twitter, yeah. Twitter's our least uh, active. Oh, this is the one go, I'm in charge of. I got something on my phone saying that the President of the United States wanted me to follow his Twitter, and I decided that I wasn't going to. You do opted that. out. Look, Rox1SMF, <laughs> who's, Rox1SMF, who's a dopey super fan, said Dave's dad. Scott Countryman, who's a podcast whore, uh, said Dave's dad. Um, what does that mean? Why is it? Because he goes he on every. He goes on everyone. He started with us, and now he's just done all our all the podcasts. Uh, there's another. I think one. that was it. For no, there's another one. There's another one. The best one. This woman really liked you, Dad. Sarah at Toy Soldier, who has a little unicorn and a skull, says the one with Dave's dad was my favorite. LOL. So you want to thank Sarah? Yeah, thank you, Sarah. But but which one it was? Well, she doesn't care, Dad. She thinks you're an interesting character. Yeah. She thinks you're well, a lively and entertaining Jewish figure in the in the dopey nation. Oh, really? That's nice to hear. But one of them, you got me angry on the first on the second one or something. I'm sure they like that. Oh, no, no, no. That was the one where you didn't know you were on the show. True. That was the best. Remember when he called into the show and he was mad that... Um, oh, yes, I do remember. I do remember that, yeah. That was the best. Well, you blew that one, too. Anyway, so you're doing great. I mean, uh, any other good stuff coming in, in terms of the voicemails? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, we get good stuff. Oh, this, we're going to play one. You want to yeah. listen? Holy to shoot! You know who's um, who's texting me? Oh. Hot Wheels. Oh, really? Well, we need to hurry up. We need to call Megan. Let's play this. We, we got to call him. Listen, too. We want to listen to this, Alan. Yeah, you're going to like this. Hi, Dave and Chris. Uh, happy 100th episode. My name's Max Ed. Sorry, sorry, guys. Just real quick, Dopey Nation. This was we were supposed to play this on the hundredth episode. We waited to play it because Dave and I liked it so much. We wanted to be able to comment about it. Today, I have five months clean. Uh, I started listening to Dopey after my therapist told me to listen to this crazy podcast about addictions. Um, since then, I listen every week, and it's pretty freaking awesome. Um, Oh, and tell Hot Wheels to stay strong, and congratulations on 100 episodes. Hey, Dave and Chris. This is the crazy therapist that referred him to Dopey. We're actually sitting in session right now, and this seems to be living proof that actually everyone in the treatment community doesn't talk shit about you. Um, I think this is my, like, third person I've referred to that actually listens to you guys all the time. So, yeah, stay strong, guys. Toodles. Toodles. Wow, so 
Did you interview her, interview her and find out why she thinks... We haven't said anything. i got to write Dad, back don't you say, think if we had interviewed her, that's the story that we would have started <laughs> no, with? No, I said you should. <laughs> that we had interviewed... You know, you're, you're, you're saying... He's on to something. We should call should, her and interview her. We should get her. Because that would be... We have this therapist recommending yeah. it to her clients. Yeah, That's dopey That's news. Good. Oh, it's huge news. <laughs> yeah. I think it's funny that I remember when Bob Forrest was saying that the treatment industry was talking shit about us and Chris, like, blew up like a light bulb. They're talking shit about us. It's no, so- I was... They're talking about us. That's enough for me. I was happy about that. Oh, shoot. Okay, Dad... Say goodbye to the Dopey Nation. <laughs> good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, We're, we're calling Hot Wheels right now. Really? Okay, tell him in just a couple minutes. No, we no, no. Call Megan. We gotta call him first. Okay, call him, but tell him it's a few minutes. He says, to... fuck, dude, I want to get high, but nobody answered the phone. I want to be the Dopey success. Here we go. Do you think this is exploitative? Hot Wheels, how you feel? Uh, like shit, man. I'm sorry, dude. It's, uh, I'm here, too. It's uh, Chris. Yo, what's up? Should we not put this on the show? Nah, go for it, man. It'd probably be good. What's going on, man? You got cravings, or what's the deal? You just dep- yeah. Uh, well, you know, and this is such stupid crap to say. It's boiled down hogwash, as I like to put it. But um, if when you get those cravings... It's always good to remember that the actual visceral craving part, that lasts like 20, 30 minutes, and then that goes away. That's not to say the depression and the restlessness and the irritability goes away, but the actual, no, like, I got to get high. like the depression. I ain't depressed. It's the, I want to change how I feel now because I'm an addict. Yeah. Well, that, that, that fucking intense shit that compels us to go pick up, that goes away in 20, 30 minutes, you know? Like the worst part of it. And then, um, and, and half the time is like we're already on the way to go cop, and it would be, it would be gone by then, you know. Like the actual science of the cravings goes away in thirty minutes. Hot Wheels, did you call any any of the any of the the drug people that go and run and pick up uh, dope for you yet? No, dude, I called Dopey. There it is. He's a success. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is. Gonna- oh, I gotta get to twenty eight days at least. Well, where are we at? We're at fourteen. Dude, I have no idea. People ask me how long I've been clean, and uh, I gotta wait for Dopey to call, and I'll have twenty-eight days. This is, <laughs> I think we were. The thing was that was 20, twenty weeks ago. It was twenty-one days next week, so I think we're at fourteen days today. I think it's twenty-one. Twenty-one today. I'll take your word for it's it. It's either twenty-one or fourteen. We'll say twenty-one. That sounds better to me. Um, <laughs> Last time I heard a podcast, Chris said it should be 14 days for me. So then we're at 21 days. Yeah. Well, listen, I, this is going to sound stupid because I, I hear from people... Dude, nothing sounds stupid. I texted the podcast that I can't always listen to because I want to get high because nobody else that's giving me their number answers their fucking phone. Yeah. Well, I told you I would always answer. Um <laughs> What what this is what I always suggest to people, and it's not necessarily the best advice, but I, I find that television is a great distractor. I find like to put on a show and like really like and get something good to eat and say for the next half an hour, or the next forty two minutes, I'm gonna be lost in thought. 
you know, and, and, and it's just going to, and I, I mean, I could do that for five hours at a time without drugs. Yeah, I can do that too. But also if my mind's racing, I can do the Chris thing. What do, we, what do you mean the Chris thing? Well, he just puts something on. You've seen a bunch of times, and it's like autoplay, so he can keep thinking about what he wants to. That's what I think he does. Yeah, well, I do that. I also put stuff I've seen a bunch of times when I'm, like, not if my mind's racing or something, I'll do it when I go to sleep because I can close it's quiet. Because it's like I already know what it is, and I'm not, like, interested. You yourself said you did it to some stupid show. Yeah. I think you, if I whatever, dude, I ain't trying to. He I does it with Futurama I do and Star with Future, Trek. I do with Futurama yeah. and Star Trek. But and, uh, something else you've called him out on because it makes me laugh like hell. Uh, Futurama, Star Trek. What other shows do you watch? That, uh, I don't know, The Office. Or maybe it's one he claims he watches and you go, no the fuck you don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but are you doing that uh, the In the Rooms? Yeah, dude, but my laptop's broke. Oh. I don't even have one. And it works a lot better on a laptop than it does on a fucking Apple product. Does it? Yes. I wonder why. Hot Wheels, what are you craving? Are you craving dope or booze or what? Heroin, man. I can, like, pass in liquor and shit. Yeah. And how's it been? Has it been, like, like all day, every day? How many times do you get that, like, intense feeling to use? fucking like was conceiving of copying and using was like right now and have you had it earlier today at all yeah it's happened a couple times this week too you know how do you get rid of it how do you get rid of it kind of went away okay you you wait you you you, you wait and the intense cravings go away the hot wheels the first time i got the first time i got sober i was super super um i would have like intense um, obsessional thoughts about shooting coke. It was always shooting cocaine for some reason. It was the blood rushing in the needle. And I remember, and not just like to scare you, but it was a full year. It took a year before I remembered. It had been like three days and I hadn't thought about it. Right. You know? And it was like, because it was like, but after a year, and then it's like, but it's like now, and then I, I eventually, I was sober for a couple of years. I relapsed. And then after that relapse, I didn't get that intense ruminations and those visceral cravings. But it took a while to go away. But now they're gone entirely. But I can still remember it like it was yesterday. And it is the worst fucking feeling in the entire world to have every cell in your body just screaming that you need to put something. You need a chemical solution to fix how you feel right now. It is the worst feeling in the world, and that's the affliction, man. That's the that's that's what makes us all brothers and sisters, you know. To want to do something and not do it at the same time—it's fucking crazy. The dichotomy, totally. And also, just to have the idea as to as is the salvation. It's like that was something for me. Like I would want to use, and I would know that using would save me and I would still simultaneously know what a stupid thought that is and then I'd be like no I'd rather be the stupid thought and like embrace the stupidity of wanting to use uh, literally yeah. yeah like oh I don't care and wrap your arms around it um, but I think that what we need to focus on in my opinion is just every minute that you don't use is a success and every minute that you don't use adds up to time. 
And like, I mean, do you sleep well at night? Not so much in the past like week or so, but I get a urinary tract infection, so that's probably got something to do with it. Right. Are you going to be able to get to sleep is really what I'm asking, I guess. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm like not sick or anything. Anything like that. Well, I mean, I, I feel like I remember when I was in the beginning of, of wanting to use heroin and, uh, and, and deciding I wasn't going to use it would be I would hold on by my fingernails until I went to bed. And then when I went to bed and I woke up the next day, I could be like, I'm so glad I didn't break down last night. Dude, you just described yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. So so it's like it's like it's like ten thirty out there or something, ten forty. It's like it's yeah. getting there. I, I, I have such a simpleton approach to recovery, which is you've made it this far. I, I would put on a movie. Like, I'd put on fucking Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah. By the time that shit is over, you're going to be asleep. And you're going to have made it through Dude, another by day. By the time that shit starts, I'll be asleep. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly my point. But the biggest thing, too, is to remember that, like, get you know, do whatever you got to do to get through the day. Or the night. Dude, but I forget so easy. It says it in one of the books. You forget the pain of like a week or a day ago. I totally. You totally. And you built in forgetters. But um, it fucking gets better. It just it takes time, but it gets better. Because the truth is, if like I had to fucking live through that shit and grit my teeth and bear it on a daily basis, I would pick alcoholic oblivion, drug, okay. drug addiction, any day of the week, including... Jails, institutions, and death. I'd pick that in a second over a lifetime of discontentment. Exactly. Totally. Oh, yeah. But that's the magic. That's the magic, Hot Wheels. It's like, we, Chris, it took him forever. It took me forever. But it gets better. And and it's so slow, you don't even notice it. Until you're like, wait a second. It's a little bit better. And that's like, all that is, is a guarantee. It's, it's like an ironclad guarantee at the bottom. And, and you need to fill your day. And I know you're quadriplegic and I know you yeah. don't get around easily. You Dude, gotta, it's not an excuse, man. You got to find but. things to fill your time. You have to. build. Yeah. You, know, you got to do something. Yeah. I don't know what it is because I don't have your problem. And I, and I, and I, and I support you and I, and I want to be there for you however I can. But you know what it's like to be you, and you know what you can do, and, and then we have to plug in what those things could be, because I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't know either. Well, Any of y'all got out there got a suggestion? <laughs> well, see, uh, seek and you shall find, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, if I... Close well, mouth, don't get fed, man. There it was. Yeah. I, I don't know what else to fucking do. I would do online Dungeons and Dragons. He's going back to Dungeons and Dragons shit. What the fuck is that about? You brought that up when Chris said Skyrim. I still haven't finished it. Skyrim, dude. Fuck Dungeons and Dragons. Play Skyrim. All right, do that. I don't care. I just, anything. Hold on, hold on. Hot Wheels, isn't there some fucking, like, network of people who are quadriplegic who discuss basically, like, okay, this is what I do with my life and stuff? It's like not exactly easy to find. There's got to like be one some place all the way downtown. Well, what about online? I mean, there's no like online congregation, like shit like that. Support group, anything, something like that. Um, you know, this is gonna sound real stupid, but I'm an addict. 
I never really fucking checked that part out. You fucking <laughs> don't look there because you're Just talking to you're talking to these two numbskulls, and we got Skyrim and Dungeons and Dragons as suggestions. I bet you those people have yeah, much cooler well, fucking ideas than we do. In our arm and two of us hit him in our ass. All right, like like our first slice wrong. Remember, dude. He, watch this. He goes to the quadriplegic support group, and they're like. So I started playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm a ranger. I'm a 17th level. I just killed three dragons yeah. and a dwarf. Yeah. I just had sex with the innkeeper's daughter. My life is good. Somebody who don't know nothing about the game, you're awfully into it there, Dave. Dude, I love the game. I love the game. Dude, he does it all the time. He says he hates fish, and then he starts naming all these obscure fish songs. Or he says he hates Pearl Dude, Jam and sings. Too, but like, I'd start trapping some obscure fish songs that I need to because they're the only ones I like. Oh, well, he's, so it's kind of fucking weird, band, man. Well, Dave does it to many things. He does it with Pearl Jam. So he started singing Pearl Jam songs the other day. Listen, I'm just a very knowledgeable person. I, I can't help. I, I just I got my finger on the pulse. I got my nose to the grindstone. I got my ear to the ground. Do you, do you work at a nice restaurant? Cut some humble pie. Huh? Cut some humble pie. What does that mean? It means uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what's a humble pie? What's a humble pie taste like? Eat some humble pie. What does it look like? I don't know. What does humble pie taste like? Close your mouth and you will find out. <laughs> I'm just messing around, man. No, I, I'm just saying. I just, I, I tend to like, I, 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 people who like this kind of stuff that I like, like Pearl Jam. They like fish. They like Dungeons and Dragons, or as they like to call it, D and D. And so I find out about these things. And and to be honest, Dungeons and Dragons is a lot of fun. It just, you've actually played it? Yeah, man. I was a, I was a monk. I was a 17th level monk of flowers. I fucked shit up in the wilderness. Monk of flowers. Yeah. Huh? I, I knew... Yeah, it was great. That's why I suggested it, because it's fun for the imagination. Dungeon and Dragons what they play on Stranger Things? Yeah. 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 It was. Yeah. That new, new Stranger Things is coming out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll take like 12 hours of my life, and then it'll be over. But that's going to be a beautiful 12 hours. Yeah, but I'm an addict. They're going to be in a row. It's going to be all night long. Yeah, well, that's me too. <laughs> so what? That's your point. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Hmm. Um, I, I say uh, you distract yourself. You do what Chris said. You find this. Uh, you look for quadriplegic support groups. You You just... Stack ideas on top of each other And you do them You know what uh, Hot Wheels You know what dudes did In fucking um, In prison They were doing like Long sentences They would get people To create like This is back A while ago MySpace profiles And they would communicate And they'd meet these like Women that they would never even see But they would communicate with them And like It literally would be like They would like Fall in love with these people They'd never even talk to Just like Through correspondence and shit You know yeah, dude, I don't need to meet some guy naked in a wheelchair or one of them guys tweaked out fucking on meth that your last guest was talking about. You're being closed-minded. <laughs> no, I know what's on the internet. The depravity of society. Wouldn't it be funny if there was somebody who was, like, really into, like, some meth head in a wheelchair and... 
And then I'm sure there is. No, but then there's some woman who's like a really hot chick who's masquerading as the meth head in the wheelchair to turn somebody on yeah. and he thinks that he's jerking off to the meth head in the wheelchair, but it's actually a hot woman masquerading <laughs> as the wheelchair. I don't, I don't, you don't think that exists? No, no. Um, you know the best thing right now is we Hot Wheels. We had this person message us and tell us um, to stop vaping, and now we're pl- we're listening to you on the phone on speakerphone vaping. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? What? I really don't care. No, neither do we. We I told them we try to stop. We've been vaping the whole time. How what is, you, what's your flavor? Yeah, what are you working it's a little with? Less annoying than when you first started. You could hear Dave like chowing down on chocolate. Yeah, that I wasn't know. Too cool, but um, what are you working that, with right now? Like rip on Dave or anything. It's just that the tin foil was annoying. Dude, I know. You don't know. I, I fucking. I would be so guilty. Over that shit, that when I would be going to sleep at night, it would I would I would those messages would flash into my head, and I would be so ashamed of doing it. Yeah, you know that? I didn't know that. Yes, not not ashamed enough to um, not chew on rags during the last thing. Chew on paper towels during our last episode. I literally had to tell you to stop. Why do you need to humiliate me in front of our thousands of men? Hot Wheels. Dave has this weird, bizarre habit he's had since he's a kid where he takes paper towels and just chews on them. So he has a wad of paper towel in his mouth. Okay. See, he doesn't judge me. Why do you have to judge me? <laughs> All right. So uh, what are you working with with your vape, Hot Wheels? What do you, what do you, what do you, uh, what's your box uh, and what's your juice or whatever? Well, dude, every fuck, I actually had a, a relapse on three mods went out on me. God plays cruel tricks, man. Um, so I had to go out and get uh, the Rulo 2-3 with one of my using Tang or Summit Tank with uh, either a point three or ceramic coil with the uh, Oh, man. Dude, I'm just free-plugging people away. You know what? It's good juice. Go out and buy some Vapor Chef. What is it called? Vapor Chef. Vapor Chef? Okay. I'm doing it. I have the same... You guys, Bristol, Connecticut. Okay. That's out our way. I have the same uh, tank as you, too. Vapor Chef. All right. Yeah. Hey, Hot Wheels, you ever vape a unicorn puke? Unicorn poop, yeah. <laughs> I never heard of the poop. Is it chocolatey? Is the poop like a chocolatey unicorn kind of flavor? Freaking a unicorn? Never mind. Dude, I would not be surprised if a unicorn puked rainbows and shit chocolate. Would you be surprised? Yeah, I'd be surprised. No, I want to know what it would come. <laughs> yeah, that's it. All right, how, dude? Uh, where are you at with the craving? Is it still there? <laughs> Have you ever heard of the sitcom Good Times with Jimmy J.J. Walker? Yeah, who has it? Little Jane Jackson, I think. Yeah, she was on it. I don't think Chris has ever heard of it. Mm. You should watch that. That'll that'll make oh. you feel good. It makes me feel good. Dude, it's about a black family in the ghetto, and I'm uh, what you consider privileged white. Of course it's going to be funny. Yeah, it's going to feel great. I recommend watching Good Times to all of the Dopey Nation and then to the musicians. I would love it if you'd send in uh, a version of the Good Times theme song. That always makes me feel good. 
You know that song, Hot Wheels? No. Oh, it's so good. This could really... When you get off the phone with me, I want you to Google the Good Times theme song and please play it. And you will feel good. <clears throat> okay, well, fine. It's you a gotta give my favorite band a little plug. You watch that? What did you think of the Phil Pantera heroin fit? I loved it. Yeah. I, I did like it. That was fascinating. I never listened to much Pantera, but I love to hear him talk about it. All right, then. I did. Yeah. Did you watch it, Chris? I did not. Um, did you? How do I send it to you? You need to see it because he pretty much covers the day of a junkie very well. Did uh, did we get it? I think it's on the Facebook page. Oh, it's on no, Facebook. I think I just sent it today for something to watch in his transit time. All right. Well, let me text you yeah. after this. I don't even think you have my cell. Do you have my cell? No, just Dave. Yeah, I'll text you after this. All right, Hot Wheels, we got to call the next. We have someone we're supposed to call 30 minutes ago. Um, oh, my friend right Megan. Now. Sorry about the emergency. No. Phone, don't be man. sorry. <laughs> sorry, dude. You're like the Eeyore of Dopey. Yeah. Come on, Eeyore, fuck don't off. fucking call me Eeyore, dude. You called me like my best friend that lived two doors down from me called me Eeyore in like fifth grade. You yeah. know how long I've gone? Days, months, years, who knows? I'm telling you, man, nobody changes. That is my, that's my new philosophy. We're all the same as we were when we were kids. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it. Uh, well, dude, right now, thanks for the friggin' help and boosting the morale. Hot Wheels, listen to Good Times. Watch Dopey Nation. When this dude, show... Like, I can't just turn Good Times on TV. What, you think I got the magic TV? On YouTube. It's on YouTube? Of course. Are you kidding me? You good to live? <laughs> Good times and it's time to baby. Good times and it's Alright, fine. I will look at up uh, some good times. Yeah. Just to get under Dave's skin. Toodles. Alright, alright. Toodles. Until all right. later. Later. That was awesome, dude. I hope he uh, gets better. I was wondering where my phone was. Yeah, I'm holding your phone. Um, let's call Megan real quick. I said we call her. Maybe she already fell asleep. All right. Um, Megan is actually somebody who's in my program at school, uh, Dopey Nation. And uh, she is a fellow afflicted uh, individual. Let's see if she answers. There she is. Megan, what's up? What's up, dude? How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You're on air and you're here with Dave. Hey, Megan. Oh, what's up, Dave? How are you? I'm good. How are you? You sound incredibly alive. Chris had just painted a picture that you were probably snoozing, sleeping <laughs> in the bed, and you're like, well, ah! That's not how I have to admit, but I'm <laughs> That's a positive person right there. Yeah, um, I try. You know, I try. So, Megan, I just, I did say, you know, this is anonymous. I did say you went to school with me, and I just said your first name. I hope that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Megan, what's Chris like at school? Is he an idiot? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he, he's the most, let me, let me figure out what it is. He's the most valuable, non-participating member of our <laughs> student group. 
<laughs> How is that? <laughs> because he always responds very quickly by email, and anytime I have a question, he helps me out. But he basically does like nothing else with the group. <laughs> he's like, he's like, wait, is there a TV interview? I'll be there. Otherwise, I'm I'm not really interested in going to a meeting or anything. Uh, that's not far from the truth. I know. I know how you roll. Although I did spend $1 to buy a uh, shatterproof uh, popsicle or whatever. Oh, that's right. That's what is right. That? Yes. Yes. You're moving up in the ranks, Chris. What is that? I, shatterproof is this, um, I don't know. You want to explain it, Megan? Yeah, shatterproof, um, so I'm volunteering with them right now. So they're a nonprofit organization that was started by a dad who lost a son to an opioid overdose. So they do, like, 5K races and, um, like, repel challenges. And it's basically out here to just try and, and, you know, the devastation of addiction, trying to support families and raise awareness. So they're a good group. And he was a, uh, like, a big-time CEO in, like, the hotel industry. And after his son died, he, like, left that to do this. Yeah, exactly. But, but so what's... Part of his stuff is, like, he works with employers and tries to get them on board with helping employees with substance use disorders. So it's pretty cool. Right on. But what's a shatterproof popsicle? Say that again? I don't understand what Chris said he bought. A shatterproof popsicle? So, well, so I started the student group last year at our school called the Opioid Crisis Student Group. And we were trying to raise some money because we have an event that we're trying to put on that's costing a few bucks. So I made these lollipops that were milk chocolate that were in the shape of awareness ribbons. And I decided to sell them for a buck. So he kindly donated to us. So you're saying he bought a chocolate lollipop from you? Basically, yeah. He bought a lollipop, yep. <laughs> you're the man. <laughs> uh, you know what's funny, Megan, is that after class, the booth was still up, but you weren't there. And I was walking by it, and there were still a couple lollipops in there. And I debated stealing one of the chocolate lollipops without leaving a dollar. <laughs> but I figured that's old behavior. Next right thing. <laughs> yeah. That would be old behavior. That would not be good. You could have left the dollar, though. You could have left the dollar in the little jar and then took the lollipop. That would have worked. I could have. And then it would have been you donated another dollar, which would have been really nice of you. It really would have been amazing if I just left the dollar and didn't take the lollipop. Yeah, that would have been stellar. Okay, so Megan, Megan, you are a recovering opioid addict who also did heroin and uh, date somebody who... Is this a similar sort of situation or something? Tell us yeah. something about that. Tell us about your story. Yeah. So it started, I was dating a kid who sold Octi. Um, so, like, I just had him for free, just doing them constantly. But I was, at that time, I was sniffing them. Um, and then when they started to get 100 bucks a pill and I was still buying them, boy, they kind of phased out. Um, that was right around the time I started shooting them. And so then when they weren't around anymore, they were the Perk 30s, or we call them the Perk 30s, but they're just the oxycodone 30 milligrams of little blue pills. Um, started shooting those. Yeah. And that was really like my drug of choice. Like even when I got the heroin, it was never, you know, like the high was just always too much for me. I, with the Perks, I always got like a buzz and like would clean my house and go shopping and get all this stuff done and, um, was like was way more social of a person, so hmm. that was always the choice. It's just it graduated to heroin when I just couldn't, you know, keep up with the amount of money that it was costing me. So Megan, yeah, when you would take the pills, 
was it always that you would just be social and clean the house when you took Percocet? Or was there ever a time when you took Percocet and you were like, fuck it, I'm not... I'm just gonna lie down, or I'm, I, I, you know, <laughs> where you weren't like productive. Um, if I did enough, yeah. I mean, if I if I had enough money to get like seven, and I, and then you know I can fucking talk into a wall and <laughs> right know, like, those doors. But yeah, for the most part, I would try, you know it'd be like four pills maybe that I pick up and I do them throughout the day. So I never really got like wasted enough to be completely nodding out. Although it did happen on. You know, multiple occasions, but generally, no, I had a ton of energy from it. It's so funny that that, that place in opiate using, because people rarely talk about that place where you just take a little bit. Even if I shot a bag of dope, I would want to, I'd clean the apartment. It would be like, and it would be, it would be so fulfilling. And I wouldn't even think about cleaning. And I, I would be like, I'd be like polishing the sink and I'd be like no, cleaning so the true. fridge. I didn't even catch a nod. Like, you know what I mean? The last couple yeah. of years of my use, I wasn't catching nods. Like I was using and doing things sort of. Yeah. yeah. No, but I, I would. Like, the other thing too is like, I never, ever wanted people to know that I was high. Like I was petrified. So like once it really like got pretty serious, I isolated like crazy. So like I wasn't really like out there with people, you know, for probably the last half of it. Yeah. No, I hear that. Yep. And what are you in school for? So I just got my master's in the easiest way to describe it is forensic psychology, but um but like counseling for forensic and correctional psychology. And then I decided that I wasn't done yet and I wanted to learn more about this and kind of, you know, gain as much clinical experience as I could. So now I'm in the same program um, with Chris. So I'm in a doctorate program for clinical psychology. That's awesome. And Megan and I are going to be like the OG substance use people. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Keep in mind every day, Chris. We're out here modeling, you know, the fact that (laughs) junkies can come back from the fucking depths of hell and like really be good people in this world so it's good stuff i think you're doing it more than me in terms of your preparedness probably for class (laughs) not to mention not to mention her being a good person stop it don't go there (laughs) (laughs) all right so megan do you have any little short stories or you want to just keep shooting the shit is there anything you want to say or anything Um, i mean there's a there's quite a few really now that i think about it i mean there was one that was probably the most fucked up go for Um, it Tell us. And we, so I, so it was a buddy of mine. We met up with his buddy. He was taking us to Lawrence, which for people that aren't from Massachusetts, like 45 minutes north of Boston. And it's like one of the three L's. So it's like Lawrence, Lowell, and Lynn, where back in the day, that's like where the, you know, fire dope was. So this kid brings us up there and like, we get, we get stuff. We're in the car and we're in the, parking lot of the Dunkin' Donuts and we're starting to break the baggies up and um, we're noticing that the pieces and the baggies are like hard and they're not dissolving in the water and like they smell funny but like we're like whatever so we just keep moving along obviously and the kid who's sitting in the front seat like after he shot up he got out of the car and was like bending down and was like dude like I'm fucked up and I'm like yeah no shit like get back in the car and let's get the hell out of here and so we get to the front seat and, like, now we're driving back, um, and I'm just, like, talking like I normally do, and the kid in the back seat talking to me, and we're shooting the shit or whatever, and I realized, like, a few minutes later, it could have been, like, 15 minutes, I don't even really know, 
but the kid in the front seat's like not talking back to me. So I look over and he's fucking like completely gray. So I start like punching him and I'm like, dude, wake up, wake up. And like, he's not waking up. So like we completely panic. Like the kid in the back seat like leans forward and in between the two front seats and tries to do like rescue breath. So I'm like, now like what the hell am I gonna do? I'm totally panicking because I'm like in a city that I'm not familiar with. So I call 911. Um, they get me on the phone with the state police. State police tells me where like the closest emergency room is, which is really like in a complete, like two towns over. But I'm like panicking, not thinking straight. So while the kid is doing a rescue breath, I'm doing like 115 down side streets with my hazards on, like passing every and anybody, driving on the opposite side of the road trying to get to this emergency room. Holy Meanwhile, shit. I'm on the phone with the baby, and I'm throwing out all the needles, all the cotton, <laughs> all the water bottle caps, yeah. all the all the freaking sniff straws, like everything is going out the window except for the dope, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Which is funny because you know, still find the dope. <laughs> yeah. say, it, say it again. It's funny because if you got pulled over, that you they'd find the dope. You they'd be like, yeah. "Where's the paraphernalia? You just have heroin on you." You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think at that point the dope was like, uh, you know, strategically hidden. Let's say. Right. Yeah, um, I got you. I know what you said. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So like I'm flying down the side street. Now at this point the kid is is no longer great. He's completely blue, like bluer than blue. And I pull up to the little roundabout turnaround in the front of the emergency room, and he fucking wakes up. <laughs> he, he, he sits up and he's like, "What the fuck are we doing at the hospital?" I'm like, "Dude, you just fucking died, and I just almost killed us trying to get here." He's like, "Well, get the fuck out of here. We gotta get out of here." <laughs> Oh my so, like, God. I literally took the battery out of my phone for, like, four hours, put it back in, and had, like, seven voicemails from the EMTs calling my phone back trying to figure out if I was okay. Oh, That's my awesome. God. So, dude, the kid, wait, so the guy was fine, and then, do you know what the dope was? It was, this was, like, right when fentanyl hit the streets. So, this was before anybody had known the potency of the shit, or that it looked different, or that it just was a different consistency. Yeah. Yeah, Dave and I just missed the whole fentanyl wave, which was, like, probably a good thing. Yeah. Oh, definitely a good thing. You know what's really a good thing? Dude, go Megan's ahead. accent. Holy I knew, shit. Dude, you, have you, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't have the, the traditional Boston accent at all. Um, but Dave, I don't know if you know uh, Megan, he consistently bashes uh, or makes fun of the Boston accent. No, 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 no. Yeah. Megan, <laughs> I worship the Boston accent. We got some fire dope, and then I talked to the EMTs, and the Stadies wanted to know where we was. And then I was like, it's a wicked dark night out here, Stadies. What are you going to do? We get in the car, and I wake up in the yeah. EMT. And I love that shit. I, I love it. I love it. Do you ever um, say wicked fire dope? Yeah, what if I get help, dude? God bless you. Well, so get in the series again. Megan, she fucking carries, uh, nowadays, she carries Narcan on her like all the time. Or sometimes. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, she, all the time. She rolls with it. Literally on her body. I can't stop for a second. Megan, um, <laughs> is there anything in your straight life that you describe as fire? Like that coffee, <laughs> the coffee was fire coffee or anything like that? Um. 
like if it's, if there's a good song on the radio or like or if I or if a good song comes on my uh my uh you know phone or whatever when I have it plugged into my yeah, I'll be like, oh, that shit's fire. <laughs> and what about Wicked? What else can be Wicked? Anything. What can oh, be Wicked oh, yeah. Fire and Sobriety in Boston? <laughs> Everything is Wicked. Uh, you like what? Were you like, oh, did you hear that God. Wicked Fire dopey last night? That idiot Dave was killing my boy Chris? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll God. work. Megan, this is this is so good for me. I, 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 I think you got to call in more often. You got an you know amazing should, voice, Megan. Think of more stories and save them. We'd like to have you call in, maybe again. Yeah, in the I, next- have, I have some. I have the one Chris that you wouldn't even believe because, like, people that know me now think I'm like such a nice person. I'm so professional and blah blah blah. I used to be one crazy bitch. Like, I had done some really fucked up shit. And, like, very. I was so violent. Like in the first, like. Well, for a long time when I was using. Well, it's yeah, so it's so funny, Megan, because you would like I. So last year I joined the opioid crisis student advocacy group or whatever the fuck it's called, and I'm in there and like I you know I self disclosed right away that like I was in recovery and Megan's like leading the group and she didn't. And I remember for like months and months and months and I was like, you know, there's some people who like really get addiction, but they're not in recovery themselves. And I was like, oh, like maybe Megan just has like family members. But the whole time there was this like little thing in the back of my head. I was like, I feel like Megan just like, she really gets it. (laughs) Did you know? I didn't know. I did. She, cause you didn't tell me for uh, like the first six months or so. Yeah. So what made you Megan? What made you tell him? You tell me, having been uh, an addict and now being in the professional world, isn't it a cachet to have clean time and isn't it a cachet to be in recovery in this thing or do you think it makes you seem dangerous, like in a bad way? Um, Well, I mean, I I would say the former is how I feel now, but when I do hear from other people, like before I decided to share my story, I kind of consulted with some pretty like high power people in this field and they actually advised against it and I was like fuck this I'm, I'm not I'm not taking that advice I'm doing this anyway because I'm I'm trying to model something here and I can't be authentic and true to this message that I'm trying to send if I'm not you know willing to share my own vulnerability so I, I had made that decision it's I have not regretted it for one second though what was their logic with with telling you not to with telling you not to uh, disclose so the advice was that because my school is kind of part of this big kind of anti-stigma message and some of the conferences that we've put together are surrounding that topic and it was like, we may be, you know, like kind of like hip to the game and like open-minded about stigma stuff and, but not everybody is in this, in this world. So I think the advice was like, don't, you know, you're like barely entered the professional world yet. Like 
don't cut yourself off of your knees just yet. But, um, mm. you know, I decided to do it anyway. And, and I've had so many more opportunities come my way since sharing my story. Yeah, and um, Megan's going to be on NBC on. soon, right? Say that again? NBC, right? Oh, yeah, shit. I, that's so funny that you did it because I just got word tonight. So the NBC documentary, it's actually me and my dad actually speak on it. Um, it's next Thursday at 7.30 p.m. on NBC. What is so it? I don't know. Well, you're going to... This episode's going to air after that, but... Um, what is oh, it? Okay. <laughs> what is it? Dave wants to know what it is. Oh, oh, it's um, it's like a 30-minute special. It's called... Um, what is it called? Something. New England Fights Back. Oh, Overdosed. New England Fights Back. Hmm. And Did they interview a bunch of people kind of in the area about what they're doing to kind of combat this crisis. Most families are doing kind of fight back. Did you shoot it yet? Yeah, we already shot it. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. He wanted you to plug Dopey, I'm I sure. I thought maybe you could wear a Dopey hat in it. <laughs> I would have if I, if I had known that. I definitely would have. Right on. They, um, the thing with the uh, the whole self-disclosing like stuff we were talking about, part of the reason I do it, it's like it's not even so much like like, oh, like, I want to fight the stigma and get my name out there. Some of it's just, like, I'm just, like, too tired and not good enough liar. And it's, like, I spent, like, ten years of my life doing that. And it's just, like, I don't even know if I can, like, I don't think I can cover it up. And I'm just too much of a loudmouth, you know? I don't yeah. think that's what it is. I think with Chris, what it is is Chris is a weirdo. Like, he's a seriously strange person. And if he doesn't disclose, the level of strangeness to him is off the charts. Because you have no idea of why he's such a wacko. And then if he's not coming out with what he did, it's like, this is a very... Like, because Chris is big and handsome and white and preppy. Oh, white's and, good. And then if you... If you take away this reckless junkie, you have somebody who could, like, kill people. You know what I mean? If, if, if you didn't know that, that he was this horrible drug addict, that little smile he has, you'd think there were bodies in his fucking closet. Uh, well, well, then you get the pass, right? Because they know what he used to do. Exactly. You know, then, like, oh, he's all right. Exactly. As soon as he's like, I used to, I used to have five needles of coke ready to shoot up in the car at once. They'd be like, I know he doesn't kill anybody. <laughs> he's just a drug addict. <laughs> Oh, exactly. shit. Um, all right, Megan, dude, we're at like 55 minutes. Let's. You want to call in next time we record? Yeah, yeah, that works. And I just want to say one thing. I have had so many people that I've told Dopey about that are now like fully addicted to your podcast. So shout out to my Aunt Nikki. She's a huge fan of you guys, and she's definitely going to be listening to this episode. Awesome. Hey, Aunt Nikki. We love your wicked fire. What, is, <laughs> what does she do that's wicked fire, Aunt Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, does she do any wicked fire thing? Like, does she? Bang? She listens to Dopey, huh? She no, but maybe she has. Maybe she's got some talent that's yeah. wicked fire. <laughs> does Aunt Nikki? My aunt, yeah, my aunt could be your accountant. How about that? She's a wicked so, fire accountant. Yeah, she's a wicked fire accountant. <laughs> nice. You know, when I was a kid, you know what I loved to hear when people in Boston would be like, "I want to be a firefighter, Boston <laughs> firefighter." I thought that was the best. I just love that. Um, Megan, you're the, we love having you on the show. You got to call in again. Yeah, I definitely will. And I, uh, I'll think of some more stories to tell. 
And Megan's flirting with the notion, I don't know if you still are, of maybe doing her own show. And if you do it, we'll plug it and whatever. We'll cross-collaborate. If you do the show, you should call it A Wicked Pissa with Megan. <laughs> <laughs> And then, what, for whatever reason, the name, like, just blew up in all these other places. It was supposed to be called The Addictionary. And then, ah. like, the, like, silly little explanation. And then, like, within weeks, it was, like, all the stuff on Facebook, people calling these things, or some, something came out called The Addictionary. I'm like, what the hell? Oh, you just missed what, it. What was it? What was, what was the thing that was called The Addictionary besides your thing? It was literally a dictionary of words to use, like... Not junkie, uh, personal substance use disorder. Like basically, like a say this, don't say that type of thing. Oh, okay. That's a brilliant title, Megan. You should still use it. I know. I probably should. It's mm-hmm. great. Or mm-hmm. maybe Wicked Pizza Dictionary. I like that. <laughs> I just think a dictionary is a really good title. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. yeah, I like it. I tried to, I tried to like copyright it, but apparently you can't do that. Well, that's probably a good thing. That's probably the thing that lets you actually use the name. Like, we can't sure. copyright Dopey, but, like, until Disney sues us, we're all good. <laughs> good. Yeah. All right, Megan, dude, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for uh, giving up your time Saturday night, Sunday morning now. Yeah, man, it's late. It's late. <laughs> I'm going to get to bed. Thank you, Megan. It's great talking to you. All right, guys. It's been, it's been real. I'll see you on the flip, Chris. Uh, all right. Stay strong, Dopey Nation. All right. Yeah. Toodles. Don't say toodles. toodles. You don't have to say toodles. There you go. She said it. She said toodles. Um, What do we do now? Do I play... Well, first of all, what do you think of Megan? I love her. She's great. She's like the other, like, you know what I mean? There's not many of us in my school. Do you think I I went too far about her accent? No, that was hilarious. Um, Do you want to hear John's song? I was actually thinking that when she was talking. I was like, Dave's finally got, like, a legit Boston accent here to Uh, play with. (laughs) I I wasn't sure how how far I could, you know. Oh, no, you can say whatever with Megan, dude. She's, She's cool. Do you want to play John's dumb song? Do we play John's dumb John's dumb song, or do we play uh, Christina's voice memo? Should we save Christina's voice memo? I thought you were going to use Christina's voice memo for the end of the hundred. No, no, it's like six minutes and has nothing to do with the hundredth. We got it before. Let's do it. Um, let's play Christina's on the next one. Okay. Because we played her a lot. Yeah. Uh, play his thing. I loved it. Really? We got to layer it in, but let's play it. Dude, the song, Dave hates it, but he loves it. John? John, you listening? What's up, my brother? He doesn't listen. What's up, my brother? John doesn't listen. He's going to listen when we tell him he's in it, and we won't tell him when we play it, and we'll have to listen to the whole damn thing. Okay, I'm going to tell you the story. Um, John went to the park, and I think he was feeling a little bit randy, and he was checking out the women, and he said he saw a lot of asses, but he didn't see a lot of breasts. And that's when the idea for the song hit him, and it's called Titty Meat. And um, I'll just... I think this song is one of the most annoying things I've ever heard. But I have to say... talking about it. it, It's it's catchy. We're going to layer it in, make it nice when we do it. But also, just for the Dopey Nation, John was our Fred in one episode. He was the guy who uh, was on the Mix Master Beats deal. The one and twos. The ones and twos. Fucking up the ones and twos. Yeah. Or is it the ones and zeros? It's the one and twos. Yeah, but also ones and zeros. That's digital. he's doing it digital. But nobody says that. Okay. Just nerds. (laughs) All right. All right. I apologize to all the women out there. And I apologize to everyone, because this is just... You loved it, dude. It's very catchy beat. Just fucking play the song. 
You just what fucked happened? the whole thing. Right? You just pressed the wrong button. Because you're stupid. <laughs> you fucked up because you're stupid. <laughs> well, can you hold it the right way? No, you're going to layer it anyway. What's the difference? <laughs> it just makes me... Just in case I get lazy. You ruined the whole it. fucking thing. Where is it? I can't believe I have to listen to it again. <laughs> Fucking John can come up with a good beat, but what a stupid idea for a song. Titty I thought meat. it was fucking great, dude. I love it. John, it's a uh, vape uh, nut uh, shit. I want to see Titty Meat asses. All right, our hearts go out to fucking Hot, Hot Wheels. Wheels. We hope the cravings are at bay and stay strong, my brother. Listen. Happy birthday, the day we're recording this, to uh, Randy, long-time Billy listener. Burrow. Billy Baru. Thank you so much. Dude, he's doing fucking you great. You texted him? Coming up on a year soon, right? Did you text him? I, uh, I wrote on his Facebook wall. But hopefully he, hopefully he hears it. Sorry, we haven't, he wrote us a beautiful, nice email. You know, I was responded. supposed to chair his CA meeting next Monday, but I can't go anymore. It's too bad. Um, CA is my jam, dude. Let's hope that, um, let's hope that uh, Titty Meat doesn't send Hot Wheels copping dope. 
Hot Wheels, when we play Titty Meat, you should maybe not listen to it because that shit will drive you insane. <laughs> you listen to some good times. Watch some good times. Yeah. All right. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Like us on Twitter. Um, do that stuff on the other one, Twitter. Listen, I, I want you <laughs> what to do, we do Facebook. What I really um, want. Right. Oh, and you know, if we had to tell Hot Wheels, you know, when he's listening to this, um, we had somebody say some email us about him. I told him, and we had someone mention it on Reddit. I think something. I, I told him all about it. Yeah. We're gonna end with this. Dopey Nation. Stay strong, my brothers and sisters in recovery. Stay strong. And toodles. Write us a review. More reviews than Omar. I want to take a walk around the world. I wonder would it do me any good. Until I get some money in my pocket, then I guess I'll just have to walk around my neighborhood. But I want to be good so bad. Wanna be so good, so bad, so bad. I wanna be good, so bad. Bad desires, all I ever had. And I wanna take a ride up in the sky. Watch this airplane just pass me by. And I wanna see a Lear jetliner take a dive. Just to show all of these people what it means to be alive. But I wanna be be so good, so bad, so bad, I want to be good, so bad, bad desires all I ever had, and my shadow's getting smaller, smaller, and it's time to where I stand, shadow's getting smaller and smaller, and it's time to where I stand. City far behind. I'll take the high road, however far it winds, because peace and love are very, very, very hard to find. And I wanna be good so bad. Wanna be good so bad, so bad. I wanna be good so bad. Bad desires all I ever had. Damn it, all these suckers make me mad And it's all I ever had And it's all I ever had And these suckers make me mad And I want to call my dad And it's all I ever had 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 And these suckers make me mad And it's all I ever had And I want to call my dad And it's all I ever had And it's all I ever had And it's all I ever had